For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. In 20. And it's time for today's AM Minnesota program. And we are going to be talking about the Faribault Chamber of Commerce Agribusiness Committee and our big luncheon coming up. And with a couple, three guys hanging around this studio, we got class again today. <laughs> Cassie Steves with the Fairboat Chamber of Commerce. Uh, good to see you, Cassie, and thanks for, well, the roads were slippery, but I don't think you can call this a snowstorm yet, can you? No, not officially. I remember, I don't know, Claire, I'm dating myself. Claire's probably a little bit younger than me, but I remember the Halloween blizzard. I got up this morning, and I heard the wind howling, and I looked outside, and everything was white, and the snow was blowing, brought back memories of the Halloween blizzard, and they weren't fond memories yeah. either. <laughs> I'll just say I was alive for the blizzard, but I don't remember it. <laughs> she thought it was great. She probably wasn't even in school yet, yeah. didn't even get a snow day. Nope. I was in kindergarten, so I wasn't terribly old, but I remember that Halloween very specifically because I wanted to be Spider-Man, and I wasn't allowed to be Spider-Man. So my oh. mom made me be a red crayon, and so... Yeah, <laughs> we didn't even get to go out. Yeah, it was, it was a blizzard. Yeah. yeah, well, we made it through. I just remember the power going out, and I had the forty twenty on the standby generator standing outside for twenty four hours straight in a whiteout blizzard. And the snow was plugging up the air filter. I took the air filter out, ran the snow right on through. And I had another 4020 plugged in as a backup if that one died. And the old girl just kept <laughs> you know, going. You'd, you'd be in the house and you'd doze off for a little bit and you kind of wake up, ah, the lights are still on. <laughs> but this wasn't so bad. Let's talk about something more fun like the luncheon coming up. But we need to reserve some time in there to do a little recruiting for the Agribusiness Committee too, right, Ms. Chairman? <laughs> yes, yep, we'll definitely talk about it. Uh, some of the initiatives that we do. We keep busy on the Agribusiness Committee at the Chamber of Commerce, so we can talk about some of the th great things that we do in the community and definitely put the word out there if there are folks interested in joining us. But first, let's get some of the details, Cassie, on the big luncheon coming up. And Gordy wasn't misinformed. It was free. The only glitch is you have to let somebody know you're coming for the count. Yes. Um, so you, you've got to register. It's free to attend. Um, we were really blessed this year with um, a ton of really generous sponsors. Um, I'll just name a couple. Jenny O'Turkey Store, um, Comprehensive Wealth, Faribault Insurance, uh, Rice County, Dan Pumper Financial. Um, they're all listed on our website. We will be blasting out all of our sponsors. But yes, free luncheon. Um, all you got to do is register. Um, information to register is on our website. You can email me or you can call me. Um, we've had plenty of all. Um, yeah. Or, uh, or get, get in contact with any of the agribusiness members. Yep. Some of us, it might be a little questionable. You might want to get to somebody more reliable because... Uh, so call Claire Jerry. instead of Jerry <laughs> yeah. is the, the moral of the story yes. there. 
Um, and Cassie did make us put a deadline on because, you know, we do need to know how much food to order. So November 9th is our hard deadline. So please register by then. And um, that'll help us get an accurate count to make sure we have enough food. And Jerry's not going to be there this year, so we should even have some leftovers. Yeah. You just couldn't leave it go, could you? <laughs> yeah, so one week to register, just over a week. Um, and then the event is in two weeks. And no, not, give us yeah. some more of the details. The time it's going to be at the American Legion, right? It's at the Faribault American Legion. Um, and it is November 16th at 12 o'clock. We will start the program. And let's talk a little bit about the program. Yeah, Claire. Yeah, we're excited um, to have kind of a mixture of updates about what we're calling the futures. So we're going to hear about the future of agriculture and the FFA program here in Faribault from our FFA instructor, Madeline Schultz, and some of her students. And um, also talk about her egg classes and offerings at the high school a little bit as well. If you so, Blue Jackets bring a class, bring a little class to all meetings. They bring yes. more class than Claire and I. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. <laughs> um, and then we'll talk about the future of the hemp industry a little bit. So we'll hear from Dave Ladd, who's the president of the Minnesota Industrial Hep Hemp Association. And he'll talk about the hemp industry focusing on policy and issues. And he was recommended by our very own Jerry Grosskreutz. Um, and we're told he's a really engaging, fun speaker oh, too, yeah, Jerry. I've had him on the air a number of times. And a lot of people don't know this. I've said it on the air, but my grandfather grew hemp. And the hemp plant, the processing plant, is still north of Wells. And there's still one standing just west of New Richland. And they grew hemp for making rope during the war effort. And now it's fascinating because you start thinking the hemp industry, well, not a huge demand for rope anymore, right? They can make, it's like a substitute for concrete. Building materials, it's as tough as concrete, mold can't grow on it, and Claire will be very disappointed. Even insects can't have any effect on it. Yeah. So there's all <laughs> sorts of, of uses, but it's gonna take you know a lot of time. It's gonna take processing plants, but Oh, Jerry, of little faith. It was about 25 years ago, 30 years ago, we were trying to get the ethanol industry mm -hmm. going. And the ethanol industry was where maybe the hemp industry is now. It takes time. So anyway, I thought it'd be kind of fun to learn about uh, a yeah. new and different crop. And the other thing is, in case you're wondering, what's the uh, ingredient in marijuana? T THC. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Well, this is so low. like it, They actually test it. The fields are growing and it has to be under like 0.3. And then sometimes even put have to put signs up to say, no, this isn't the real stuff. <laughs> oh, sure. Yep. So there are some regulations and things involved with it. But Dave knows that inside out. Yep. yep. It's a it really fascinating industry. That's to say the least. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then we will be joined by Tamara Nelson, who is the executive director of the Minnesota Agri-Growth Council, and she'll talk about some of the legislative session impacts and um, kind of what we're foreseeing as being the effects on agribusiness and kind of the food industry and business as well. Boy, a couple of dynamic speakers, and be fun, too, to get an update on the FFA programs in Rice County. I remember when I was in the FFA Faribault 
and parliamentary procedure, and we studied, and we practiced, and we practiced. And the goal in four years was to knock off Faribault. <laughs> nope, we never did. And that's why I, w- I kind of lost touch then for four years in college and then 18 years being a dairy farmer. And I started here at KDHL. What do you mean there's no FFA program in Faribault? So it's so great to see actually uh, two programs mm-hmm. now growing and thriving in, in Rice County. Yeah, and actually very recently for this school year, um, there's an additional chapter in Northfield now, too. TJ right, Austin. just getting yep. started. Yep. Yep, yep. Yeah, so lots here in the area. But we'll be joined by the Faribault FFA, and um, I think they will... Cassie, did you have some more details about what they're really going to cover? Yeah, so um, I'm a very proud supporter. My niece is actually the chapter president oh, this year. Yes. Oh, um, the yeah. here. So, no, she's uh, wonderful, and it's honestly, the, I can't say anything higher about the program. Just watching her grow and all of the other students grow, it's a really great program um, for us not farm kids yeah. as well. Well, it, it's amazing when you talk to as many FFA kids as I do, very large percentage now don't have any connection to the farm, but the leadership opportunities and the growth opportunities in the FFA and put your school board hat on now, Cassie, but kudos to school boards too and the community that supports them because they are expensive programs to run. They are. I mean, a lot of things are, are pretty expensive, but this is, um, you know, a direct win for our rural farm community. Um, so yeah, they're going to talk about um, just the things that they've done over the last couple of years. They're a relatively new program, as you alluded to. Um, even when I started at the chamber, they were just kind of in their beginnings. Um, yeah, I mean, they're going to talk about all that they've accomplished in the last couple of years um, and where they see their futures going. So yeah, pretty be great exciting to hear from them. And that's our future because you young kids got decades to work yet, but. And we're not really young either, but... <laughs> Things are relative compared to yours, truly. <laughs> yeah, so another part of the program is we'll have a silent auction to just try to uh, get a little bit of support for some of the the projects that we do as a committee throughout the community. So I think one of our big initiatives that hopefully most people have heard about around here is we do the third grade egg in the classroom uh, with farm tours too. So... Third graders get to hear from Jerry Grosskreutz and Brent Fuchs about uh, what agriculture looks like in our community and then also visit local farms and actually see it firsthand. So that's one of the things that we do every year and, you know, just could use a little bit of extra funding for and we'll do a silent auction with lots of good ag-related fun goodies too uh, at the event. Well, we have to take a break for the markets. When we come back, we'll briefly review the details on the luncheon and the speakers. But then we want to talk about some of the other activities that the Agribusiness Chamber is involved in. And Cassie, I know it used to be there was only like five chambers in the state of Minnesota that had an agribusiness committee. It's still pretty low. Maybe it's not five only, but it's, it's under 10. So there are three in Southern Minnesota and we are, I know Wasika used to have a pretty active agribusiness. Yep. So Mankato, um, and then I believe there's a community just South of Rochester. It's escaping me right now that has a a pretty strong, active agribusiness community. Well, you guys stand by it. Never a good thing when the farm guy forgets 
to take the market break, sponsored by the KDHL Agro Boosters. They include Craig Keller at the Keller Insurance Agency in Near Strand. Craig helped protect all things important and value to, valuable to you. Also, LNK Concrete, LLC, locally owned and operated custom concrete, flat work, handyman services. They prep it and pour it. Book your spring project now and receive 15% off the total cost. For more information, go to l-kconcretellc.com. AM Minnesota on the Mighty 920 KDHL. Well, I'm not quite sure what happened to that market report. Let's uh, try it again. I'll be there. <laughs> well, maybe we won't have the markets. I'm going to blame it on the computer. I don't know what happened. I clicked on it and nothing happened. So I guess we'll continue on. Mentioned the other agri boosters. And I think Cassie and Claire can help me fill a couple more minutes of... Uh, <laughs> AM Minnesota, do you think that's possible? We have a lot of hot air for this cold morning. (laughs) Anyway, the market update was supposed to also have been brought to you by 321 Fence in Faribault, specializing in top quality fences for residential and commercial properties, including livestock fencing. Go to 321FenceInc.com and T&W Towing, your heavy-duty towing and recovery experts. Guests in the studio today, bringing some class to the studio. Cassie Steves with the Faribault Chamber of Commerce. And also Claire Lacan, Extension Educator in Rice and Steel County. And, of course, also the chairperson of the Faribault Chamber of Commerce Agribusiness Committee. And Claire, we kind of kid Cassie sometimes that she drew the short straw when she had to deal <laughs> with some of us anyway. <laughs> yes, yeah, and we're... Really grateful to be part of the chamber and um, get to run this agribusiness committee within the chamber because like we mentioned before our short little break, uh, (laughs) we're one of the few agribusiness committees left in Minnesota and especially here in southern Minnesota. And um, the committee has a mission and purpose to promote ag education and careers and advance and promote relationships between farm and business. And I think we've been doing that for um, many years here. Um, and some of the things, like we mentioned, we do the third grade outreach, uh, the, the farm tours and the egg in the classroom with our third graders. And another thing we do is support the career or cradle to careers. Um, that's kind of a new initiative in Faribault. So Cassie, if you want to talk about that. Yeah. So the, the cradle to career, um, initiative is near and dear to my heart. So it started um, just about four years ago. Um, It's direct partnership um, between the Faribault Public Schools and the Chamber of Commerce business community, um, just about connecting students. And um, the ultimate goal at the end of Cradle to Career is to have an employable community member that contributes to our society. So I know that's a really broad-based term, um, but we boiled it down to four different benchmark areas, being ready for kindergarten. Um, Students are successful when they're ready for kindergarten, reading well um, by third grade, Um, middle grade math, knowing um, math skills and and how they real world apply, Um, and then high school graduation. And everything kind of encompasses in that Um, our agribusiness committee has really, really been supportive over the last few years of getting connect, 
getting students connected with farms, getting students connected with businesses that aren't even in the ag industry, just to promote careers in general. Um, so it's been, you know, like I've mentioned before, really rewarding work. Um, the Cradle to Career Initiative is honestly why I ran for school board. It was one of the many positive things that I, I saw within the Faribault Public Schools. Um, yeah, so that's my, my soapbox for the Cradle to Career program. But um, the third grade egg in a classroom um, is also really, you know, fun because it's, you know, these kids, like some of them have never toured a farm. Some of um, these don't, kids don't know where chicken nuggets come from. Yeah. They don't automatically just show up mm -hmm. from a chicken. Faribault isn't exactly a large metropolitan area. But if you've got, like, many times we'll have two classes, Brent and I will, so be 25 kids, so about 50 kids, 40 kids, and usually a handful have even been on a farm. And it's so different yeah. than when my generation was growing up when a very large percentage of the kids were on farms, and the city kids were friends, so they were out on the farm, but now we're getting so removed, and we don't get very complicated either. We don't even get into GMO and non-GMO. These are third grade kids. So we just want to get them to make mm -hmm. the connection. If they like to eat, they need a farmer. Right. Yeah, but then we kind of offshoot of what you were talking about, Cassie, is that there are so many careers in agriculture that you don't think. You like chemistry? Guess what? We need chemists. You like computers? Guess what? There's a few computers used in agriculture today. Right. And so there's so many careers that you don't even think of that are involved in agriculture and we aren't making any more land and we continue to need to have to grow more food with less so we need our best and brightest right <laughs> in these careers right and so yeah the the ag industry is not unique that you know we're promoting careers um our motto with the cradle to career program in the chamber of commerce has always been to promote all careers um not just you know, you work at Jenny O and you're working in a factory. Um, there is HR, there is accounting, there is plant managers, there's line workers. And Healthcare, those, we know Louise some nurses. Nurse, yeah. Yeah. Right. For right. For so there's a, a wide variety of, and just the exposure piece is, is also really fun and rewarding because kids, you see that connection piece. The, the light, light bulb goes off. The light bulb goes off. And, um, you know, they're just fun. Every year I, get to hold a, a little tiny baby goat. And my husband is terrified that I'm gonna bring, bring a goat home. home. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't yet. Oh. But I think that's so important that we get the messages young kids. And that ties back again to the FFA. Uh, they, my day we used to call them judging contests. Now they call them career development events. But the job of that advisor to encourage these kids to try so many different things and find your passion. And that kind of ties into your program too, Cassie. It right. Help these, expose these kids and find their passion. Find your passion early. Yeah, um, yeah. So you save that chunk of going to college is, is great for some, but if we can, you know, help someone not have to have a big of, expense or you know a little bit less or you know not have to switch jobs 17 times yeah. i went through three or four different yeah. career changes before i 
found myself hey, do here. Do you do partner a little bit too with South Central College, don't you? Quite a lot. Yep. Um, the at the public schools, the South Central College is a huge partner. I mean, it's a just natural fit with them being right across the parking lot. Yeah. I used to joke with Todd Sesker that we were going to build like a little tunnel yeah, on, yeah. underneath, but we didn't get that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that could be maybe in the next referendum. You'll see how far that goes. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, but just circling back to our farm business lunch that all of those initiatives are um, supported by the chamber and some of them are also supported and conducted by the agribusiness committee at the chamber. So again, I'll just say, please come and support our agribusiness committee. Learn while you're there and also possibly contribute to our silent auction or at least see what goodies we were able to get here from and community like members. to reiterate too, becoming a member of the committee Yes. And helping out. And some of us have been at it for a while and we have certain things where we have time. So maybe you can help with just one or two things. Or maybe you're semi-retired and looking for something constructive to do. Everything in between. Yeah, it's really rewarding. This is one of the few committee, the earliest committees that I was assigned with when I started at notice the chamber. Notice how she said years. assigned and yes. where started, you <laughs> But it's, um, no, it's great. And it's, you know, come try it out. And if it's, you know, your thing, then come, yeah. stay. <laughs> One of the things that I really enjoy is a great tradition we started. It's about 12, 14 years now. Rice County Agriculture Hall of Fame at the Rice County Fair. I call it Celebrate Agriculture Day. But to recognize some of the history and the tradition of agriculture that we have in Rice County. Of course, the Chamber and Agribusiness Committee very involved in that too. Yep, yep, that's one of our big initiatives too is the best of the best ceremony and Hall of Fame at the fair. Yeah, um, I guess I'll just reiterate since we have some time here and if people are joining us later that we're talking about our farm business lunch and that is on November 16th at noon at the Faribault American Legion. We do ask that you RSVP by November 9th and you can call the chamber, email the chamber, or we can register online as well. Uh, also, Jerry and I are taking registrations if you call or email us directly, but uh, we maybe advise that you go more my direction than Jerry's direction if you want to make sure you have a meal ready for you. Talking about being reliable. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we'll focus on the business of agriculture and hear about the future of the Faribault FFA, the future of the hemp industry, focusing on some of our policy and issues, and also hear about some of the impacts of our latest legislative session that are probably going to um, affect our egg business and food business. And this is quite a tradition too. In fact, the chamber had the, they called it Thanksgiving luncheon 25, 26 years ago. When I started and it was always at this time. And then over the years we've tried some different things and kind of came back to trying this again. Yeah, I wasn't, I didn't know it was about 25 years old that it's been happening. I knew it's been a while, so that's really cool. Why did I date myself? <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> um, yeah, so we did try doing it kind of as a breakfast or a brunch and doing it in the spring, but we're hoping that doing it in the fall and you know, maybe celebrating harvest being all wrapped up by the 16th, hopefully. I know you're done, Jerry. Um, but we're hoping that maybe we can get a few more people. And if it rains or snows that day, even better, because then we know yeah, we'll get yeah. some people. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And also, if 
you'd like to find out more about maybe becoming a member of the chamber in the agribusiness committee, they could talk to you, Claire, you, Cassie, you'd love to visit with them. Yeah, absolutely. More than happy to. We can all, always use, like I said, volunteers. Um, we do some really fun things and, you know, they're not a huge time commitment. It's very easy and, and we have a lot of fun. So, And that's true pretty much of all of the, the programs at the chamber. You guys... Right. Get some things done, but you got to laugh and have some fun. Right. Too. I think, um, you know, as Nort says it best, we are a very busy office and sometimes our hallways are a little messy, but we like to have fun and, and do big things. And that's kind of, Clerk fits into that category too. But is it is it in the bylaws of the agribusiness somewhere in the meetings and stuff? It's pick on Jerry time. Is that... That's yeah, you haven't seen that in the fine yeah. print. <laughs> That's what I was told. That yeah. was this is your committee, and Jerry gets made fun of. <laughs> um, yeah, we do enjoy those meetings. They're about monthly. Typically, we do a one meeting a month. And again, you're welcome to visit and just see if it's something that can fit into your workload. That's something um, whose mis- mission maybe fits into your your philosophy or your work as well. And we have all kinds of members. We have farmers, we have egg lenders, uh, extension professionals, radio personalities, if you know who I'm talking about. Uh, So really anyone who feels that they're passionate about agriculture or in kind of the egg or agribusiness related industry is certainly welcome to join. And want to promote and educate about agriculture. Yeah. And even if you're not in specifically in the egg industry, we'd love to have you because like I said, we have a lot of fun. Well, and... If you aren't specifically in the ag industry, you still rely on it because when you look at, we've alluded to all the careers and different businesses and people that supply the things that we need, it's like 20, 25% of the overall economy. So it's huge. Yeah, it's a huge um, portion of our economy. So. Well, since we have a little bit of time left. Three or four minutes left. Okay. I just thought maybe Cassie wanted to tell us more about our two kind of main speakers. So we know we're going to hear from the FFA students, but also from Dave Ladd with the Minnesota Industrial Hemp Association and Tamara Nelson with the Agra Growth Council here in Minnesota. Yeah, that was, boy, how did you pull that off? That. We'll have to thank Nort and the Minnesota Chamber of Commerce. They came say, highly recommended. So, well, and that's connections way above my world of connections. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Dave is the co-founder and president of the Minnesota Industrial Hemp Association, a broad coalition of businesses and individuals who advocate for re-emerging of the industrial uh, hemp sector from f- field to consumer. Um, he's got extensive experience in uh, political processes and, and the public development. Public policy, and he's one of those policy yeah. wants that just, you know, Yeah, which is su- super interesting, so we're excited to have him. Um, he served on the staff for uh, two United States senators. And the, he's been the manager of government affairs for Agribank and the pre- president of RDL and Associates. And again, he's going to... Um, give an overview of the hemp industry and really dive deep into some uh, policy and policy issues. Yeah, he's uh, a fun guy. Yeah. If you catch some time to kill, talk to him after the meeting. There's <laughs> 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 a lunch. We will, yeah. yes. Yeah, so um, Tamara Nelson, um, she's the executive director of the Minnesota Agri-Growth Council. Um, she has been in that role for 
I'm just briefly reading here. We've got a really good bio here. <laughs> um, she's been in that role. Um, she oversees the program project personnel, uh, financial management of agri-growth. Uh, agri-growth is a nonprofit, nonpartisan organization founded in 1968, um, defining common goals among agricultural organization, farmers, agribusiness, and the sectors supporting the agri-food industry. So again, um, very um, like-minded yeah. individuals yeah. to us here at the, the chamber and the cha- chamber agribusiness committee, committee, I can't speak today. Yeah. I haven't had enough coffee, you haven't yeah. made me enough, um, <laughs> of connecting um, the ag sector to the business community in a different lens. Yeah. So again, join us on November 16th. Make sure you register by no- November 9th. And if you'd like to go, if you send me an email, that's fairly reliable because then I just forward it to Cassie or Claire and then there it will get go. taken <laughs> care of. <laughs> yeah, Jerry apparently has some better things to do this year. Usually he comes and eats plenty of food, <laughs> but um, he will be at a big egg broadcaster Bob meeting, broadcaster so I guess we'll, uh, we'll excuse it this year. There, there might be some free food down there too, so don't feel too <laughs> sorry for me. And it might have something to do with barbecue in Kansas City. Well, we've only got about a minute left, but then the deadline is November 9th. November 9th. So just over a week to get me um, your name, your number, um, how many folks you're bringing. Um, and then the event is um, just over a week after that. And starts at noon or a little bit before then? Yeah, if you want to come a few minutes before, we'll be there. Um, Take a look at the silent auction things yes. to help yeah. out the agribusiness committee. Yep. Yep, yeah. so register one week from this Thursday and come two weeks from this Thursday. There we go. <laughs> yeah, we'll it make down. it easy that way. <laughs> and it's free. Yeah, if you pre-register. If you pre-register, but be sure to check out our silent auction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm, if you wanted to make a donation, well, that would help with the busing and some of the other things. We certainly wouldn't turn it down. Yeah. Um, transportation is quite expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming in, Cassie. And Thank you. thanks, Claire, for coming in. We've got the national news from ABC on the way. Almost looked like the clouds were breaking up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.